0: KPA community, welcome to the next episode of the Headmasters podcast. Before we jump into today's episode, I want to real quickly share with you a few announcements. So this weekend, we have our freshmen who are going on the freshman retreat. This is an opportunity for them to bond together as a class, for new students to be welcomed into uh, the high school and also it gives them uh, the opportunity to learn the need for leadership and maturity that comes with the upper school. So we're real excited for that. Um, Monday, August 22nd, we have our new family dinner. So it's an opportunity for our new families to get together with the, their uh, mentor moms and other people from the school who are going to mix with them and, and welcome them into our school community. Look for more information about that. And then the following weekend on August 27th, that is KPA's Family Night at Joyland. Once again, you'll be hearing some more announcements about some of these things. Look for more information, but I just want to remind people about these opportunities and and events coming up. Now, for today's podcast, you have a real special treat. You, you will be hearing first from one of KPA's graduates, Catherine Babb, as she reflects on her time here, what life has been like in college for her, and I think you're going to really enjoy hearing what she has to say. And then uh, after that interview, I've got a short interview with Karis Henry, and she also will be, uh, she's a parent who's been at our school for a few years now, and She'll share uh, just some of her experience and and I think you're going to be blessed by both of them. Enjoy. All right, I'm sitting down with Catherine Babb. Catherine, why don't you uh, tell us when did you graduate from KPA?
1: Um, I graduated a year ago in 2021, the second of my family to graduate from KPA.
0: And what are you doing right now?
1: I am working on my bachelor's degree in nursing at ACU. And currently, I'm working on getting my nursing assistant certification this summer.
0: And uh, when do you plan to graduate?
1: Class of 2025, hopefully.
0: And how many years away is that? Two,
1: three. Yeah.
0: Yes. (laughs) Uh, Do you plan to keep up, uh, or or, sorry, have you kept up with some of your, your friends here at KPA over the years?
1: Absolutely. I just had coffee with Zeta yesterday, and so we got to catch up. We've been trying to do it more over the summer. And then Blakely Farmer, who was, I was on the cheer squad with, was on the cheer squad with me. We text every once in a while, and she comes to her brother's football games that are in Abilene. And so, mm-hmm. very much, yes. Yeah, Zeta was
0: a classmate of yours, but Blakely is quite a bit younger, mm-hmm. you know, so you've kept up even with some who are, I mean, she's still in the school of logic. So, yes. um, What's it like coming back to KPA, having graduated and, you know, seen the world at large and then coming back here? I think that we connected at the end of the school year. I saw you helping out with, uh, what what were you helping out with? The
1: house cup I was setting up, uh, tables and chairs.
0: Yeah. So what's it like coming back to KPA?
1: Um, It's like, it's very fun to reminisce about all the fun times, but also you're just so incredibly grateful because you realize like all the hard work paid off. And so you... um, It's just like all happy memories.
0: (laughs) Oh, great. Um, Speaking of your your time here, how would you describe the kind of student that you were at KPA? Were you you top of your class?
1: No, I was not. (laughs) And I I was actually 11th in my class, but I was an AB 11th out of 15. (laughs) But I was an AB student. I did four sports total. So I did three year and one year I added a fourth. So student athlete. I was also student life. I was in and out of student life. I was actually back when we had junior high student ambassadors for a year or so. I was a junior high student ambassador. And then so I did a lot of things, but I think it was really good.
0: And what what are some of your favorite memories and, and things that you you remember from your time here at KPA? Yeah.
1: Um, so many basketball stories that we could spend an entire episode on that if you had the time. But um, just a lot of meaningful conversations with, um, if I wasn't in class, I was up front talking to Miss Irwin at the front desk and um, definitely Coach Scott's office. I went back and forth a lot between theirs, but also just kind of like playing in house cup games and, well, house games. And um, one of my favorite memories is after I sat down. After I'd finished my thesis, I presented it. I defended it. I got both memorized portions cause I had an extra portion that I memorized just in case something went downhill. And I sat down and I was like, all right, it's done. We're good. We did it. And it was just very proud of myself too.
0: Yeah, I I remember your senior thesis and I thought you did an excellent job. That was a a really fun and something I thought was really um, dear, something I thought fit you very well. Do you remember? Could you tell us real fast what your topic was?
1: Um, I did why cosmetic surgery is not good from a consumer point of view. And um, it was very interesting and very fun to research. Well, yeah, very cool to research.
0: Yeah, I thought I I really enjoyed what you were working on with that. Tell me just what, you know, KPA, a lot of people think about our academics and and I'm glad they do. Our academics are great. But you mentioned, I mean, your basketball experience and the closeness and the the influence that Coach Scott had on you. Could you share a little more just about the importance that basketball and the influence that a coach had on your life?
1: Okay. Yes. So Coach Scott was my sixth, seventh grade coach. And then she moved up to high school and I had her for three years. And, um, she kind of helped me through I, we had a bunch of family struggles going on and she just became like a, such a great leader and really like just poured into me and gave me advice. And there'd be times that we would talk after practice, or we would have, um, like basketball game or bath- end of year parties or whatever. And she would just, I'd spend two extra hours at, And so it meant a lot because she would really just sit down and listen to you. And not only was she a coach and she taught me how to um, be a disciplined person, but like um, just to seek the Lord constantly and always put your faith in him. And so just all these meaningful lessons.
0: Um, As you look at your time at KPA, were there any hard things that you had to do here that you you now look back with maybe a different perspective uh, than you had originally?
1: Absolutely. That was, um, for the first month and a half of college, there was probably not a day that went by that I didn't call my mom. And I was like, you'll never believe it. We had to do this thing. And it was, the, like, it was supposed to be a challenging thing. And it was just something we do every day at KPA. Um, ACU has this uh, freshman orientation class called Cornerstone. And I'll never forget, we were sitting there and she was, the professor was like, okay, guys, our big final project that we're going to spend all semester working up to is an annotated bibliography, which (laughs) that was like the first step of our thesis. And so I definitely use my annotated bib from, I I had to use some ACU sources, (laughs) but just you get to use your thesis so much. And so I would really suggest... putting time into your thesis because I remember talking to Cade Sands and he got to reuse it too for some Mm -hmm. of his stuff and so like your thesis is going to be used again and so or can be used and so it's a kind of smart idea to put some time into it because it'll save you in the long run and then um another instance is I took English with Miss Mrs. Sherrod with sbc and so i qualified to take a sophomore level class at acu and um i was reading beowulf (laughs) at the same time that my sister addison who's a freshman at kpa was reading beowulf and i think they read more than us (laughs) and so i called her up and i was like hey if there's any good annotations from pages so and so and so and to." this one you better send it to me (laughs) because like I annotated my books and so it's like if you get to you look at all my nice notes I get to do it again (laughs) three years later and so.
0: Have you seen any other crossover with like curriculum or books that we did at KPA that you've already even seen in one year at ACU?
1: mm -hmm. We read Beowulf, Twelfth Night, a bunch of sophomore. Um, English crossed mm-hmm. over. And so, it's a lot of
0: Shakespeare in there. Yes. Yeah. And it was
1: really fun because it was just like, though we, there's um, sophomore and junior English were some of the hardest classes I ever took. And it was blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> I, oh, like it was, I, I feel bad for my mom because it was just <laughs> a hard time overall. But it was so incredibly worth it because like, I became an honorary TA, like, there were seniors in that class, but I was, like, here's how to study, and it's just, like, and because of that class, I know, like, I have the study skills um, that I need, I know how to read, because I have to look up an audiobook, and I annotate, because we had weekly quizzes, and so that's how I, but you go to college knowing how to study, and that's, a rarity and so
0: i want to come back to that but i also wanted to touch on what you'd said about when you read when you read a a book or a play by shakespeare like it's hard if you if you haven't the first time you're encountering it a lot of times you're just trying to figure out the plot Mm -hmm. like what's happening so you get some of that or you get that at kpa where you kind of hit the fundamentals the first time like Mm -hmm. on twelfth night um But then when you hit it again in college, it's less intimidating because you kind of already know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But now you can go a little deeper or look at some literary things you didn't catch the first time. Would you say that was your experience with that?
1: Um, Absolutely. And so because I'd be reading through it and I would remember lectures that we had over a certain passage. And so it was just super cool to be kind of grateful because I kind of resented that yeah it was hard it was super hard and so (laughs) um it was just super hard and so to be like see because we always were told like oh it'll be worth it in college and you were like yeah sure whatever we hear that all the time but it really (laughs) was and so it was like okay it was great
0: so my next question i think you've already answered which is do you feel prepared for your college level work
1: yes absolutely um especially freshman year. I know sophomore year gets a little bit harder, Um, but um, especially when you're taking your first English classes and you're kind of intro to writing. And so, yes, you were prepared. Um, You have the study skills. Like um, I was in office hours with one of my professors and it was the first semester and she was like, okay, how are you doing? Like, I know the new different schedule is just a little different. and I was like, Oh, well, as a matter of fact, I went to a university model school and I've been like the Tuesday, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesday, Thursday. Mm -hmm. Like I've been doing that my whole life almost. And so you didn't
0: feel like it was a big shift in terms of the scheduling and how, you know, classes operate. You're kind of like, this is what I'm used to.
1: Oh, yeah, this is. Totally normal. The biggest thing was not being able to wear uniform or not having to wear uniforms.
0: <laughs> you almost made it sound like you want to wear a uniform.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, for a while there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let me ask, would you say it's normal at ACU? Do like most of the freshmen, do they find it as easy as you're finding it? Or is it, uh, do you think that you're unusual? Um, what, what does it look like you compared to some of your peers?
1: Um, so you are de- like going into college as a KBA graduate, you have critical thinking skills that not a lot of people do and so with cornerstone and it's hard because you sound pompous when you're talking about it but there was this discussion board um that we did in preparation for the annotated bib and cornerstone and um it was like write three questions about a topic that interests you and i was like okay do surgeons need to be double certified should a minor be allowed to get cosmetic surgery and I can't remember what my third one was and of course classic discussion board you have to comment on other Mm -hmm. people's and this one girl did um three questions about Chris Evans and so (laughs) I'm, I'm sure there's you can write a annotated bib about Chris Evans I don't know if there's a lot of academic sources but um it was just kind of the gap of and so also I had to um teach a kid how to write a kwo he had a big writing assignment
0: explain what a a kwo is real fast
1: a keyword outline and so
0: this is all part of our iew kind of standard things for any parents that that may not be familiar with with this uh you will be (laughs) um but we're doing these things pretty consistently maybe even sixth grade maybe even younger and up
1: yeah and so um he was writing a big top um paper for his English class and I was like, OK, what are your topics? Have you written a KWO? And he was like, what's a KWO? And so I taught him and so he was he uses it now. And mm-hmm. so it was very cool.
0: Um, tell me about kind of getting plugged into a church and keeping up with your walk with the Lord. What's that been like for you going uh, to ACU and moving out of the house and just all those changes that come with being a freshman.
1: Mm-hmm. So I have some, I'm a third generation wildcat. I like to drop that anytime I can. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so I've heard a lot about ACU and all that. Um, so I didn't, I went to like two or three churches when I first, I'm not a big fan of church hopping just cause like, I like to stay in a place and kind of know what's going on and all that. And so I started out at a church that was like right across the street from my dorm. And so we went there for first semester for the most part and got really um, locked in. And of course, ACU does chapel, which I was used to, except they make you like scan in. Mm -hmm. And so you have to have all your chapel credits. And so that was fun because... (laughs) It was like an extension of what I've...
0: How much chapel do they make you have there?
1: You have... So none of them are mandatory, but by the end of the semester, you you have to have at least 400 credits. Okay. And it's about 10 to 20 points per <laughs> chapel. And okay. so some people speed run it and like go to a million yeah. chapels the first two weeks. And some people are like the last two weeks of school. And what like. were you? Um, I was consistent for the most part. <laughs> Um, so I started out as biology. When I walked the stage, it said that I was going to be a biology student, but, um, I didn't know what I wanted to do with that. Mm -hmm. And then I had a really bad first semester, just roommate wise, not academically, (laughs) but just roommate wise. And so that was fun. And so I was trying to figure myself out. And then I learned nursing is a four-year degree plan. And by this fall, I'll already be working in a medical facility. And oh, wow. then four years of long-term care. So that'll be fun. Um, but um, four years and I can work in the field, work for a little bit and then go back and become like a nurse practitioner. And mm-hmm. so it just seemed more applicable. And so, yeah.
0: Um, maybe last question for you to, or maybe our last th- thread of thought is just any final advice or thoughts or wisdom to pass on to Any students or parents who are right now in the thick of it at KPA?
1: Um, So I don't want to give parenting advice because I'm not a parent, but I will recommend highly what my mother did. Um, As soon as you get your license, you, as a sophomore, you have the same schedule as you similarly would have in college. And so really practicing independence academically, schedule-wise, I feel like that made all the difference because you know when to wake up. And if something happens, you have like a blanket of protection. And so, especially while you're still here and you don't have to, mm-hmm. um, like if something happens, your family's super close. Mm-hmm.
0: And did making a bee in a class that just like ruin things for you personally? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, suddenly, you know, just every, the walls come crashing down and college is inaccessible or, you know, was that, I um, was, you know, making a bee you, you survived that at KPA? <laughs>
1: yes. Um, I think I ended up with like around a 3.5 because I was in NHS for a while mm-hmm. too. I think I joined it a little late in the game, but um, I was definitely still a part of it because um, for me, I didn't do too well on the SAT, but GPA is what saved me mm-hmm. and got me so many scholarships from ACU. And so,
0: yeah and and once again uh you know your your gpa even though with some some of that was still very good and and compared to the rest of your class not near the top but still great um
1: oh yeah because i um even mathematics which was weird because i am an english history type of person but i took miss ramirez's um college algebra and um that was a class that I did not have any confidence in, and I had to retake it because just how it worked, it wouldn't. Anyways, but um, the teacher that I had, I was I called once again, calling my mother and saying we keep because there's four of us who go to KPA or did go. So we have like a whole system in our attic. And <laughs> I was like, I need you to go up into the attic and get my notes from <laughs> Mrs. Ramirez because she's not doing it right. It's all out of order. And so this
0: this sounds like one piece of advice is to keep your notes. Don't just chuck everything, you know, hold on to some of those books, you know, mm-hmm. that you annotate, you might, you might use those in college. Yes. So. Yeah. Um, um any final thoughts or any any last words for anyone? Um
1: Okay, yes. Um I meant to send this. I wrote this so as I was calling my mom and talking about all the stuff that I did, like I could do because I went to KPA. Um, you know how Jimmy Fallon does those like thank you notes? Yes. I wrote some and I have the original. I think it was if it'll let me scroll.
0: Um, I can find some music to put over this, I'll do do what I can.
1: Um, it was September 9th, so I'll really like, uh, two, three weeks into school. Yeah. And so it's, like, a whole thing. Yeah. And so um, my favorite one is, uh, it's, Thank you to Shirley English for teaching me how to study correctly. I no longer have any study skill blues. <laughs>
2: um,
1: thank you to Mrs. Franks and Mrs. Alexander. I got a free 100 because I put... The early events of Bible and history, in the correct order. Thank you to the oral timeline. Um, and then there was one about the. I got to use my thesis again. Um, I actually had a professor. I was his worst nightmare because <laughs> I was he. I'll never. We were sitting in class. He was my history teacher. And he was like, "Kids just don't take Latin and Greek anymore." And I was like. <laughs> your sir i took it (laughs) from second second grade to tenth grade and like i can still i was um a like on and off tutor for eighth grade my senior year Mm -hmm. and then it was like kids just don't memorize stuff anymore and i was like oral timeline friends romans countrymen thesis like yes you were just like you're gonna be so prepared and it's like so awesome
0: well Thank you for doing this, Catherine. Uh, you're my brave uh, first run at this. So yeah. um, so glad we, that we, we did this and looking forward to doing more of this with some of our alumni, some of our parents, and, and maybe even some of our current students, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Take care. Yes, thank you.
0: All right, why don't you uh, introduce yourself to our listeners?
2: I am Karis Henry. We have two kiddos here. We have Camber, who's going to be a junior, and Brasher, who is in eighth grade. And um, my husband is Brandon Henry. We have been here at KPA. This will be our third year at KPA.
0: Very good. Um, Why did you choose KPA? What brings you, you and your kids to our school?
2: Well, we are originally from Lubbock. We uh, transplanted down to the Dallas area for several years, and we actually found a university model school down in McKinney, Texas, and we loved it. And so when we came back, um, we wanted to find a school a lot like what we had, and KPA fit those guidelines.
0: What do you like about the university model, the collaborative style of education?
2: For our family, we love that we get to have our kids with us a little bit more. We feel that um, when you send your kids into the world, even at a young age, um, your voice, when you give them a lot more people over your kids, your voice sometimes seems to be watered down. And we love that our kids are still home a lot and that our voice seems to still be heard Mm -hmm. by them.
0: What would you tell a family who is looking at KPA that hasn't had that kind of education before? What, what would be the things you'd want to tell them to consider if they were weighing whether to enroll in our school?
2: Well, for us, it was a no-brainer. We had started out in public school and um, with our oldest. She did kindergarten and first grade, actually, in a North Dallas public school. And so I would say just jump in. If God is If God is leaning you in this direction— you will not regret the extra hours that you spend with your kids on a day to day. I mean, some days you're gonna screw up and have to ask for so much (laughs) forgiveness. But um, I just think if God is nudging you to a university model school, jump in and um, he will totally take care of the rest.
0: What advice do you give for those parents? Cause those home days are not always uh, holding hands and skipping through the park. You know, they can be some hard days and some difficult, you know times uh what would you tell parents who are going through some of the, those hard home days
2: you know i had to learn early on to ask for forgiveness from our kids because emotions get really high um, tears get real at the moment <laughs> um for all of us i think we've had days where we've all been crying and brandon has walked in and wondered like if the world was ending or if we had lost our dog or something mm-hmm. because it's hard but um I think that it also gives our kids and us that like just the reality that um forgiveness and grace for each other is so important and really when you look back you don't notice the tears um of the day Um, you notice just the goodness that comes from your home days
0: what what would you say is uh, have been your favorite or most um noticeable or memorable things about kpa that has blessed your family
2: I would say the people and the community. We have loved the people and the community of KPA probably far more than than anything. The parents, the people, so many liked-mindedness. Um, even I feel like when things don't, I mean, like we all don't see eye to eye, which I feel like the last few years have definitely on different things, um, just outside of the school, it's easy not to see eye to eye, but um, we can talk about it and sit down and there's just no hard feelings. And it's, it's just nothing better than showing up when you don't even have high school kids to a high school football game and being in that community and, and being with people who are just kind and loving and are the hands and feet of Jesus. All right.
0: Well, thank you for talking with me. Appreciate you sharing that with our community.
2: No problem. Thanks.
0: All right. Thank you all for listening through this episode. Uh, Don't forget our upcoming uh, freshman retreat, the family, the new family dinner, and then uh, Joyland coming up. So be aware of those upcoming dates. Look for further announcements. Y'all have a great weekend.